Are you blindly My giving me something? For you. Oh, that one? An Elysian. Ooh, can you drink that? Or are you... Welcome to another episode of the American Beer Review Podcast. Good times with good friends requires good beer. Lucky for us, we know how to pick all three. We're a group of friends who grew up in the Pacific Northwest, giving us a jump start on our craft beer journey. Join us today while Brian, Alec, and Chad review some beer, talk about beer topics, and whatever else comes up. We invite you to pour yourself a drink and hang out with us. Uh, it, drinking the Legion beer fits into the fact that it was given to me, slash it's what's available. This, that's that's how it fits for me. Disclaimer, I, dear listener, Brian was given this against his yeah against his will. Um, I'm trying to think of where it was. I think it's the Rainiers, where um, Rainiers the baseball team? baseball team. Yeah, tier. so we no the baseball team in Tacoma minor league team for the Mariners. We um, did a end of the year party for my like work where you can rent out this like space along the third baseline. And yeah, I've done that. yeah, it's a pretty cool spot, dude. It's so fun. Uh, I went to like five games last year. Okay, love it. Uh, if we end up moving to Tacoma, I'm gonna buy one of those season ticket things where you get to like the two drinks for free or drinks for oh, free. Oh, there one. you go. Um, but Contact Haze, the Elysian is like one of their like go tos. Yeah, like so. This Contact Haze by Elysian is gonna be my side beer, and I'll allow it because it was given to me. But otherwise, like. I don't know, like, I'm not, like, I don't know, I, I feel bad. I don't hate Elysian. It's just that, like, when there are independent craft beers available, I'm going to pick those over that. They're just that indie band that got popular in a major record deal. Oh, and now I you would. Can't listen to them anymore. I would sell out so fast. <laughs> if you, I don't even, I don't know how much of their deal was, like, announced and what they actually made, but I will tell you that, if if I'm Ballast Point and they came to me and they're like, hey, we would like to buy your brewery, I'd be like, man, that sucks. I don't want you to buy my brewery. Like, I like I love brewing. I love having this stuff. We're gonna pay you 1.2 billion. Okay, did you say with a B? Yeah. Well, yeah, it, I'm gone. Didn't the lead brewer like both of those go on and then start their own brewery again? Uh, yeah. So actually, and that's why I feel kind of bad about this. So Elys- the Elysian guy, one of the main ones. He was at Elysian Fields, which is the the Elysian right by the um, stadium. By the stadium, by Lumen Field. Uh, he went I, on. I called it the stadium because it changes names every. It is currently Lumen year, Field. Year no, it's a clink. I don't. Yeah, care. CenturyLink. Um, he <coughs> went on to do Cloudburst. Sounds about right. Which is uh, oh, top do top notch. Yeah, he's. He's making a mess. I'm dealing. I'm dealing with uh, it. I'm an adult. But Cloudburst, uh, phenomenal brewery. And I think he had to sit out for some time. Probably you've a non-compete or something like that. But. Unless there's a new law they're trying to pass through okay. our uh, non-functional Congress. Elimin- making non-compete clauses in the United States illegal. Right. I think some people are getting non-compete clauses that like... Listen, like I work. It depends on the payout. It, it that's should the be, thing. It should be if, a non-compete if you're getting under X amount of dollars. Yeah, is, right. Uh, you're like because there's there are there are companies where you sign a non-compete 
just and to you're start, making thirty thousand dollars a year to, just to start working there. Yeah, you have a non compete. A non compete when you're selling out and getting paid. Hey, we're going to give you a right. hundred, two hundred thousand right. dollars, a million dollars, and in exchange for that, you're signing a non compete. I don't have a problem with that. But yeah, there are companies where that you cannot work in this industry for five years after you quit, and all you're doing is working production line. Yeah, like no. I'm, I'm sure there was a good reason when non-competes were created but no there wasn't but, no but, no it protects the company who's buying hey you. chad do you know what the reason was as somebody who owns a company <laughs> I, I see the logic but i also see the uh do you do you know what the reason how, was how how easy it is to take advantage of them yeah to it's make your workers capitalism look- all right, so we don't get off on, on a totally uh, socialist podcast. <laughs> Welcome to American Economy Review. <laughs> Welcome to we've been drinking beers all day and then decided we should probably do a podcast. So what? In our last uh, standalone review, we had a cucumber sour uh, that Brian said was okay, but has an aversion to cucumber. It it's a good. It was a good beer. It wasn't. Thorne and I it both just loved it. Listen, man, you can people can have good beers and it's just not your scene. Yeah. But different you said, strokes for different folks, baby. Yeah. But you said just maybe if it was a sour that wasn't cucumber and was something more like a, a, a raspberry? Raspberry. Tell me more. You would be more interested in it. Let's pour these out. So this is a raspberry sour from I wanted to. Chad picked this one up. It is Lucky Envelope. I yeah. thought it was. And Brian, you were familiar with them. Yeah, Lucky Envelope is a brewery um, in kind of North Seattle. Um, they, if I remember correctly, are just. Um, they're actually no. They're in. They're in Ballard. So the, Ballard, uh, for those of you outside of the Seattle area, is like a, a neighborhood of Seattle, which has, good lord, probably one of the um, highest like per capita brewery like spaces like it's massive um i'm gonna tell you they have way more breweries in ballard than they do in all of tulsa and that is actually true there is no way actually it's not way more but they do have more uh there was over 60 last a year 60, or two ago 60 was, in ballard no there's over 60 in seattle okay um, but I think probably close to the same amount as we said. We said there was at least ten in Tulsa. We we're guessing maybe around fifteen. With fifteen to twenty that were in there top ranked. Yeah, I th- I think that there's probably close to that in Ballard. Uh, Ballard is what known for like a uh, um, Rubens Stoop, um, some of those key breweries. Uh, there's a uh, a freaking uh, Balebreaker has a spot in Ballard now. Yeah, but they're so, not a Ballard. Brewery. Ooh, see, but are they? If they brew in Ballard, are they a Ballard brewery? They have a location in Ballard, so they are a Ballard brewery. Okay, but we're not getting into a ship of Theseus. So, Budweiser has a brewery in Washington. Is it a Washington brewery? Yes. Okay. Okay. It brews in Washington. Fine. Washington. They're not an independent Washington brewery. Budweiser, Washington beer. Um, So, Lucky Envelope um, is actually one of the few in the country. That is an Asian-owned brewery. Yep. Chinese-American. Yeah. So um, they do some great beers um, around the Chinese New Year, which... Uh, is what Lucky Envelope kind of ties into. Yeah. yeah. So whenever the... Um, I forget when this is... Uh, 22nd of this month. 
Okay, so it's twenty first or twenty second of January. January. So, yeah, so they do some good breweries around that time. But so this is from Lucky Envelope. Um, I went there years ago. It's been a long time pre pandemic. Um, but it was a cool little spot that if you can make it part of your like Ballard um, brewery hopping, um, I definitely recommend it. So I haven't tasted this yet. Juicy red raspberries blended with bright lactic acidity of a kettle sour base. So going back to that, sorry, that, sorry to interrupt you, but the yeah, last um, sour we talked about is different types. The, the, the cucumber one is a Berliner Weiss style sour. Okay. A kettle sour is souring it in a different way. And that, like you're doing different things to get that sour flavoring. Um, with the color is almost kind of orangey. Like with a, maybe a, a like a red hint. It says uh, a pink hue, which I would, yeah, I would agree. I could kind of yeah. see that. Depends on like what light you're getting and using, but yeah, I could definitely see that. I get, I, I definitely see some pink in there. I'm getting some some berry, probably raspberry, um, like aroma, not strong, like it's not overpowering. So this, uh, when was the last time you guys had uh, rhubarb pie? Uh, oh, it was last uh, never. That, that's the that's the aroma I'm getting. I don't know what rhubarb looks like. Oh, bro, we used to have a rhubarb plants in my parents' backyard. Yeah. I, I probably thought they were weeds. Yeah, they get they're real big. So the they have like a really long stem. It's almost like a it's red celery. Yes, yeah. with like then a big like uh, leaf off the end of it. So American farming review. <laughs> Know what We're hitting like. everything. Uh, diversify your shit. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Wu-Tang Clan. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll pass it down. So this, we had a, the cucumber sour was a lot tartar. Yes. Hit hit a little bit harder. This is mm-hmm. a lot smoother. This is a sour. very subtle and smooth sour. Mm-hmm. Very earthy aromas. That's what, that's where I'm getting the rhubarb. This, this is, oh, okay. I'm getting a little... Again, I don't know what rhubarb is, but <laughs> it, this is a lot more of a gateway sour yes. for a beer yeah. drinker mm-hmm. than that cucumber sour. It's not hitting as tart. It's not right? hitting as like uh, punchy mm-hmm. in the sour. The, it's the last one was honestly. I still think the last one was more subtle. You think um, the last one was more subtle? Oh no, no, no! It's like of a general sour and mm-hmm. the stylings. There are some that are like punch you in the face sours. That one wasn't that much, and this is even more subtle. That this one is, um, this is good. Like I like this. This is a. Uh, this is almost. We're turned into the American wine yes, review. Yes, podcast, yes, but it's almost a rosé. Yeah, yeah. Uh, almost, I was almost. I was almost given it a Pinot Grigio. Yeah, yeah. That's the very tart. Light flavors, a great gateway beer for a wine enthusiast. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of rosé all day, just uh, raspberry sour. Very good. Yeah, I like it. Um, I Again, nothing against the cucumber, but man, this is my jam. I'll, I'll be here for that. Um, I'm jumping ahead. Actual, I'm doing it. Actual fruit in your sour uh, beer instead of... Uh, putting this in my beer fridge. Whatever like this is considered. So this I'd, one makes your beer fridge? Yeah, it's it's a little boozier, which like five and a, five and a half isn't uh, egregious. No, not at all. But the last one was four point one. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd take these. Like this is this is my like preferred style of sour. 
where it's just like that, that little hint, that little bit, mm-hmm. um, especially at a 16 ounce can. I don't want punch me in the face repeatedly sours. Um, dig it. I like it. Sunny day. I want this. Cool. Thanks for reviewing this, but this was our starter beer. I don't care. All right. I like it. Very good. Very good. I like it. Alec, we got him. (laughs) We got him him hooked. All right. Uh, So topic today is beer games. So we've had a decade and a half of drinking more than just... Don't age me, bro. Let's just... Whatever. Sounds Uh, good. Yep. Of... Drinking, playing, yeah, beer games. So, topic is not drinking games in general. There's a ton of those with King's Cup and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a whole plethora. But beer games specifically uh, that we have played through either our career uh, and then which ones, which ones are still around, which ones do you still play, uh, and then beyond that a little bit is uh, beer drinking adjacent games. Okay, so first, so I'm like gonna, beer game. Or, no, go ahead. I'm gonna pause for a second. Yep. Uh, tell me more. So you talked about the difference between uh, drinking games yes. and beer games. So to break that down a little more for me. So like a drinking game would be you're watching King's Cup is probably a good, or you're watching a TV show, and anytime somebody says, "Oh, like watching those award shows," yeah, and anytime they like do X, Y, and Z, and you can they thank them. God you gotta take a shot, yes. right? Right. So that's just a straight drinking game. I'm okay. thinking more of where beer is part of the actual game. So beer pong. Okay. Flip cup. Okay. Uh, stump or hammer schlagen. Yeah. Where it's a- is, it, is it hammer schlagen or is it nagel schlagen? I don't know. It's one I've of those heard, two. I thought Both it. ways. Yeah, okay. You're the nail or you're the hammer. Be the hammer, I think. Nail schlagen, hammer schlagen. Okay, we'll yeah, come back yeah, to that. Yeah. So, okay, well, no, let's get into these. So, yep. beer-specific ones. So, actually, I want to pause, because uh, cornhole. Cornhole Drinking game? Okay, so that or was... beer mm. game. So, I'm a beer-adjacent games. Oh, okay. So, yep, you can't... Yep. So, we have a rule uh, among us, is when we play beer pong, there's beer in the cups. Except for that one time it was really windy. Okay. Well, and or hot. Oh my God. It was so I hot. We, I think we still played. Well, we were in air conditioning. Well, we went garage, inside. But yes. No, we didn't because the wives no. were playing with us. And mine's gluten free and yours doesn't drink beer. So they just I got just to have their. Her. Oh, uh, for us, she was drinking like cider. So she yep. just drank out of her cup. But in the cup wasn't water. I think it was. Do not disparage my, my good name. <laughs> When you when you play beer pong, there is beer in okay, the cup, okay. including the cat hair and Ugh. dust and everything that you got to have of a, it that you didn't get off in the dunk. Got to have the dunk cup, you, dunk cup, but there's beer in there. So okay. beer is integral to playing. If you're okay. playing beer pong with no beer, like even if you're just not all right. So even if you're playing with water in the cups, the whole point in the game is you're drinking a beer every yes. time you, somebody drains a cup. Yes, whatever the rules are. Yeah. Same thing with flip cup. Yeah. Well, flip cup, if you're not putting beer in the cup, there's no point in playing flip cup. Uh, you're there, not slamming water and no, flipping the no, cup. No, you're not doing that. I have seen people take liberties with what they're putting. Because it's your own cup. Like, it's you're the only one drinking that Co- thing. Correct. Um, I've seen people take some liberties and put some different things in there. Like what? Liquor. 
Okay, well, you're insane. <laughs> we played beer pong with my dad back when I was younger. We played with a bunch of old guys, and they put in, uh, like, stouts. Oh! And they played beer pong with, like, a stout. Like, after the game, they're wrecked. They're going up yeah. against light beers. If in you want, beer pong? They in were beer doing? pong. So, what do you mean I got to play a second game? It's <laughs> a tournament. Yeah, a well, and so that's that goes to also with Flip Cup, there's different variations. I've seen some where it's it's a like one round and it's over. Right. Uh, what we have taken to at Tailgate is so you start, so like say it's four on four, um, you do a round of that, and whichever team loses, okay. you vote one person off. But you still have to match the same amount of cups as the other team. Oh, then the losing team is just getting wrecked worse and worse every round. Yes. So it can come down to it that if your team is terrible... You're drinking all five beers. Against a team of five people. Oof. But again, integral to the game. There has to be... I mean, it is... You could... I, I suppose you could put like... Actually, what, what I've probably seen most recently is seltzer. In it's in your flip cup, comparable. Enough, yeah, and right? that, and that's the thing is like that's that comes down to for some people it's a uh, it's a calorie thing or it's a I can't have beer thing or it's a taste or whatever yeah. Preference but in thing. general, I mean, you might I mean, be putting a raspberry sour in your next flip cup. Don't tempt me. Uh, but in general, at our tailgate, we are cracking cans of Rainier and running them across all those cups. Right, like that's the standard go to unless it's like. Hey, I'm gluten free, or this literally will kill me. Like that type of thing. So, flip cup to me, beer game with some caveats of if you choose it. Beer pong, it's literally in the name. Correct. Um, I've seen it before where I go to events and I was at a, what was it? Like some kind of festival, and they had not a beer festival, but they had giant trash cans with like basketballs out. And they were set up like a giant, I forget the way they phrase it, but like a Pong game. Pong game, yeah. And I'm like, ah, okay, like I get it, but like, are we just training the youth? Slippery slope. Yeah, a little bit, right? I may have bought a Christmas present for my brother and his family. Uh Uh-oh. That some company built that was like a four-person game of beer Pong. It was like everyone has the same color cups okay. in front of them, but you throw a little ball into the cups to take it away. Right. They didn't label it as beer pong. Oh, yeah. But it is clearly beer pong. Yeah. And yeah. my brother and his wife. Went, play with their children. Are you telling me we can play beer pong with my kids? <laughs> right. <laughs> Your kid just thinks well, it's a fun. Maybe. Put it's the ball in the game. hole. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Game. Throw so it in the hole. We went to an arcade a few months ago with my kids. And one of the games was literally beer pong. Oh, they, they, I've played that one. Yeah, and they were trying it and throwing it underhand. Yes. And Uncle Alex showed up and wrecked them. Yes. And they're going, how are you so good at this game that we only just found out? I'm like, oh, children. Yeah, so I was at a... I've, I've played this game blacked out. There's a bar <laughs> There's a bar in Seattle that has it. Is it and it and is a bar like, makes sense. This right, is, but it's still like you will have your own drink in your hand. So, okay, let's, let's talk about that with beer pong because we have played it at tailgates. We have played yep. it um, at our annual Dudes Weekend trip. Yep. We have played it... Um, camping. Camping, all sorts of times. Beer pong is a go-to. Uh, we've played it, like, in people's dining rooms. 
Played yes. it in their kitchens. Yes. Um, Garages. Yes. I've played, I've but played we, it in somebody's weird bathroom slash bedroom. But when you play them there, college. it's easy to do the rule of beer in the cup. Correct. Where have I played it with you where beer was not allowed in the cup? Uh, did, did they make us do water in Vegas? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We got pitchers. But that makes sense because but I that, don't, that would be just... I don't think we put beer in the cups. Uh, I have played in that exact same casino hotel with beer in the cups. I don't remember uh, actually and if they did or not. If they we, made us. We had to do a no slap rule. Yes, hundred percent. You're gonna hit somebody, someone playing somebody, blackjack. Like somebody sprayed beer oh, all the way across. That's even that makes couple. more sense. Um, we did it. I still try and figure out where this bar is, but we did it at some random bar that's no longer there in Puyallup. Um. <sighs> And I, I drive Meridian sometimes, and I see these like little strip malls, and I'm like, I feel like one of these. I played the rare, weird beer pong game here or something, right? Like, wasn't there one? Uh, rings I've, a bell. I've, yeah. Not Meridian, but on yeah. Auburn Way South, where you can go buy all the cars you want. There was a hole-in-the-wall bar there. Jack's? I have, I have played beer pong at Jack's. Jack's. We played it. We played. Uh, we didn't play beer pong. We, we uh, played pool there a lot. You and me? Yeah, Ruben used to like to go there. Jax. Yeah, down on Auburn Way, like... like no, I know where it's at. I drive by it every once in a while, but yeah. there's... Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember ever setting foot inside of it. Oh, I've been there a half dozen times at least. Yeah, I've been there. I, I've walked from Jax to my parents' house. That's good. When like, I live there. Three, I've done miles? that walk of shame. It's like a yeah. mile. No. Yeah, it's good. A mile and a half. No. That's, it's that's much more than a mile. It's more than a mile. At three a.m., it's about a mile. Well, you're time traveling, so it doesn't really matter. I, yeah, but you and me are also the ones that spent walked ten miles in oh, Seattle yeah. to walk one mile. We think we didn't know where we were going. Yeah, no, no. But but that is after a night of beer games. That's how you. That's how yeah, you burn it off. Your and night, wake up in the morning. Yeah, oh, your night dude. start. Your night starts with beer games. It never ends with beer games because beer games happen, and then. There, Four hours later, you're finally going to bed. There weren't beer games, but that was the benefit of uh, what was then called the Pit and became Oddfellas Odd in Auburn. We both lived. We were both living it back by, at home. By we, you yeah. mean me and me and right. Alec, or me and Chad? Yes. I mean you but, were. But we had your a, houses. But it's a straight a, shot down Main it's Street. It's a straight shot, like, and you're like that you know, is probably a mile from me. Almost house. a mile. To from my house. Yes. I take a right. And, and then, then he's got like another like three quarters of a mile yeah. and he's home. So well, if, you, if you miss that left, you're in the river. Yeah. Um, other beer games, though. So one of the ones we talked about earlier, um, Hammerschlagen or Nagelschlagen, depending on your terminology of it. Stump. And I don't know. It's Stump, Stump is my preferred. And, yeah. and uh, I found a, a kind of surprising amount of people actually know that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, to me, is one of the funniest and dumbest games. Yes. Uh, so for people who don't know, you... Yeah, explain, explain the you rules. You get a stump. So find a tree. You want a certain diameter. Um, probably You Flexible. probably at least need... like, But for space of doing it multiple times, you need like... Foot and a half, two foot. I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. foot and a half minimum gives you some good space. But basically, each player holds a drink in their hand. Yes. Beer. Yep. More than likely. Um, and then everybody starts a nail into 
stump. the stump. And you can pick where it is, but everybody has a, uh, a nail assigned to them. And you then, so like if it's the three of us playing, we each have a nail. Um, I There's one hammer. Yes. So if it's my turn, I have to, I hold the handle of the hammer. Yep. And I have to flip said hammer. Full 360. Yeah. Um, minimum, and so we're talking minimum in the air. Well, let's talk 360. Not a not a sideways. Could do spin. a sideways. Did we talk about that? It's tricks. The oh, hammer, tradi- that traditionally, the traditionally is rotation. handle over handle head, spinning back to like yep. back to front, yep. front to back. Yep. Catching the handle and wherever you and no motion. regripping. Yep. And one fluid motion. And then you have to hammer the nail. Yes. And so you, but you don't you hammer have yours. To strike a nail. Yes, you have to. You attempt to strike a nail, and the idea is that um, how much of the nail I hammer in. If I aim at at Chad's and I hammer his nail in my one fantastic swing halfway, halfway, he has to drink half of the drink that he's holding. Correct. Yes. I do not know who thought of this, but we have spent plenty of time, predominantly in the rain. Playing this game, standing yes. around a stump. Yeah, we were supposed to have it out at the clam bake. We just didn't get around oh, it, to it, and it was, was yeah, not great weather. Yeah. Um, your brother's terrible at this. He cannot flip a hammer to save a- his life. Atrocious. My favorite rule in that entire game, though, spark. Well, so sparks. Well, so sparks and uh, tricks or tips. Yes. So, so what sparks, sparks again? So sparks is if you hit the nail hard enough or glance it so that it creates a spark. Everybody around has to take a drink. And then tricks is if you do something beyond just flipping the hammer one time and uh, hitting it, everybody has the option of recognizing. To toast you yes. with a drink. So it's you, a tip. It's, it's a, a tip. That's what it is. It's a tip. So a reverse uh, flip or a spin and flip or an or under the leg under or the leg. behind the back. But my hands down favorite rule is because you're trying to drive in all of your opponent's nails. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of your own. If you happen to drive in your own nail because you've been oh, playing yes. drinking games, yes. you have to go to bed <laughs> for the rest of the evening. I forgot about you, that. You're, you're done for the night. Yeah, you're shut down. You can't remember whose nail it is. Yeah. Time to go. You lost track doesn't of it. matter if it's one in the afternoon. And that's the one rule we've never enforced. Oh, uh, we got real close. We've gotten close. We've never enforced, so, had to enforce so it. So the reason why we got close is that the... Uh, the finality of so as you're hammering them in, you if your nail gets hammered all the way in, you're done and you don't get to swing anymore. You don't get so you Correct. basically until, until the end of that round. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. you go in. But there is um there's some like specificity of how to determine it's a fingernail. Yeah. Can you fit a fingernail all the way around? All the way around. So if you uh, get around the head of the nail. The head of the nail. If you get a quarter of the head of the nail in like if you angle that one side yep you're out yep like so if i just get clip the edge of it but then later it gets hammered all the way in you can't you're out and so that's part of it is i think the person who became the closest cameron um to hammering their own nail in it's because he was swinging wildly and accidentally drove his own nail in sideways but survived by the fact that you could f- still fit the, n- the nail around it. it. And that is why, the only reason why we have not enforced the you have to go to bed rule. Uh, we have forced him to go to bed for, for drinking reasons. too much for other reasons. But but also it allowed us to 
win the game. Well, this because is we want him to play. Yeah. Yeah, it always gives you one to go for. So yeah. those are beer games. Uh, yeah. We'll just move through beer adjacent games where beer is not. Uh, so if you're teaching. Can, your... Could I bring up beer nope. Jenga? Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. We okay. haven't really sat down and played it, but it it's is. It's been a while. It's something we played in the past. We did it with uh, other boozes, but I think like with the uh, two by four Jengas. The giant. Showing up now as like uh, games at bars. Yeah. Um, I think. The last time I saw it, uh, when we went out to the Iron Horse uh, OG they yeah. Brew Pub, they mm-hmm. had it there. Um, I always Climb thought that Climb Bake. I always thought that was a fun one that you could beer drinkers and not beer drinkers could play. So that's where I put that into the beer. Adjacent. Adjacent. I was just gonna say adjacent. yes, because so that one would be a beer adjacent game. So the beer drinking game. If you're training your children to play beer pong, which Sorry. I mean, um, you should because <laughs> being good at beer pong sets you up for life. Or if, if, you, if you're in college and you're good at beer pong. Okay, fine. Yeah. But flip cup. You don't want your. There's no reason to be. You don't want your be, 11-year-old no, to no, be good at flip cup. You don't cup. need. There's no. Even though the water bottle toss having, is a thing. Do, well, and there's um there's a lot of videos, like even pre-TikTok, of people doing trick um the ping, ping pong, pong ball, ball into cup. Yes. Yeah. Like, okay, that's a fun little yeah. thing. To teach your child to slam their drink and well, flip a cup. Because is... part of beer pong is being able to hold your booze. Yes. Uh, I was thinking, so beer adjacent games. Yeah. The giant Jenga, mm-hmm. but also uh, cornhole. I would put yes. in that. Yeah. Or beanbag toss. Or yeah, it depends on what you. So, but, we... but only because cornhole has gone to, there is now major league cornhole. I don't recognize it. You don't recognize it? No. It's on ESPN the Ocho. Uh, they don't have drinks in their hand. Okay. I, so well, that's where that's where yeah. I'm going is beer adjacent that then transcends because darts used to not be a game mm, that you were But that was a bar game. But you weren't throwing unless you were balanced with a beer in your other hand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and bowling, mm-hmm. a similar one. You did not take kids to a bowling alley 30 years ago. Mm, because a bowling uh, alley was a place for degenerates to go and mm, drink beer and hang out with their buddies. I, and now it is a kid's birthday party and we put bumpers on either side. I was in a bowling league for three years. Mm-hmm. I was a drunk degenerate those three years. Perfect. You cannot bowl sober. I don't care. Right? I don't care. That's but one of those games too. Who, there are people who bowled sober, but they had no fun. And they smoked you. Yes. Yeah, they're like, oh, I bowled a 280. Because it was. Dude, I bowled a, I bowled a 140. I can't remember. It was a big deal. It, yeah. Aging myself, but like five years ago, six years ago, one of the guys on like the pro dart league was sober. So he didn't drink. Mm. And all of the competitors were like making fun of him and whatever. But he won. But he, well, I think he didn't actually win. But he was very competitive. Yeah. Uh, but it's just. There are certain sports. Right, where athletics aren't the own like aren't the pinnacle of perfection. Darts is one of them because I watched. Uh, there was recently like uh, two guys going and like they had a amazing run of perfect darts. Mm-hmm. Fat bastards. Well, uh, fat unathletic bastards. To me, like if you, you got talk, if you want to talk beer adjacent games, curling for me. Golf. Yeah, I was about to say John Daly. Because here's the thing, though. That. I don't. I don't golf. I have. 
I think I borrow it from my dad, a hand-me-down set of clubs for the one year, one day a year that I go golfing. I got a set of clubs but you can have. Here are the th- here are my stipulations for going golfing. Is it sunny? Is it warm? Do I get to drink? Uh so Golf could very well be, a, and I wouldn't say beer adjacent, but definitely drinking adjacent. And I know this for a fact because all three of my uh, bags have a waterproof, uh, yeah, like coo- like a cooler, cooler bag, yeah, built they're, into them. And they aren't like advertised as, oh, this is your drinking bag. No, this is your waterproof bag that just so happens to fit a six pack of beer. Uh, oh, you I put bought your, you put your wet towel in there. <laughs> right? I bought my brother for his uh Christmas gift. He asked for your, bro- your brother-in-law. A, yes, a cooler bag that gets attached to his golf bag. Oh, there you go, like an yeah. extra one. Yeah, so and uh as my treat to him, I bought him a this cooler bag and then filled it with beers. So the trick is you figure out what beers the beer cart girl is 100%, selling, 100%. and then you preload your bag. So you go, well, I got this from the beer girl last time she was around. I uh, the place where I have gone. So as I I was a teacher, and we would uh, get out early on the last day of school, and collections of the staff would go and go golfing. The last couple of years, we have gone to a golf course that. Uh, we have spent many a time driving around a golf cart, but not right. actually on the golf course. And uh, the first year, I got the brand of the beer correct. Oh, I didn't wrong. get the style of serving. Right. You got twist tops instead of... No, it's opposite. Okay. They serve the twist tops, which actually makes a ton of sense yes. for like a golf course to do the twist tops. Uh, they serve the twist tops. I bought the regular teeners. So when my brother and I would go, still go, one of us gets there early. Scopes it out. Scopes it out. Yep. And then the second person yep. stops at the gas station on the way there. 100%. Uh, so yeah, beer games versus beer adjacent games. Kind of okay. fun. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Now no, that we nuts. said it. I like it. Let's go. Now that we talked about it, I would like to submit golf. As a beer adjacent As game? As a beer game. No. Because I have not gone on a golf trip, a non-solo golf trip, without somebody having a beer in their bag or buying something off the beer cart when it comes by. But does that include just yourself? Because no. I golf with a bunch of squares who won't drink while they There's go. a lot of people who take that, that I, game too seriously. They also seriously. keep score. The fa- okay, Bro. so All right. <laughs> it's overrated. But, but the fact that enough golf courses – I've gone to enough golf courses – and they all have beer carts running around. Agreed. Okay. The fact that they know you need beer while you're playing, that they're you know what taking the time out to run beer to you. I'm. I some vote, of them don't run it conveniently enough. Well, no, no, they get because have two because they don't have carts. they don't have enough people golfing. Yeah. But they usually so if you go on eighteen, there's always some place at the turn that has it. Yeah. Uh, there's you can get loaded. You can get loaded up with beer because even ours, on the first hole on the ninth, the hole, one we go to is technically hole. only a nine hole, but you just double it and That's hit a turn. different thing. Yeah, and the turn there's a bar. There's yes. a restaurant both of them bar. I go to. Yeah, you were encouraged to buy beer or spirits, but while I just, you were okay. No, so I now back Thor on this. No, because throwback to several several episodes ago, where is the uh, open container allowed? 
on the entire golf course. Yeah. No one looks at you yeah. sideways if you are drinking a beer and really you're nowhere else than the middle of a park. True. I mean, you're in a park that you paid to get there. And in a lot of the golf courses that I play at, you're basically in a neighborhood. True. So I am driving a golf course or a golf cart with an open beer. I mean, I'm riding in a golf yeah. cart with an open beer. I've shotgunned a beer while I've been driving a golf cart. Riding, okay, riding, no. riding in a golf cart? Uh, no. I was driving. I don't care. I'm shameless. Okay. It, it is wild, wild west out there. We have a friend golf who... Golf is a beer game. We have a friend who goes with us every year, and uh, she does not golf. She just drives the cart? She just... Or nope. rides in the cart? She and... just rides in the cart and drinks beer with us. She went to Wazoo. Um... I still, I still maintain that it's not a, it's not a beer game because you can play it without. And there are plenty of people to do. Um, I think people who really want to play that game are mostly not. I see a lot of people who are not actively drinking while doing it. Um, they probably I'm, like to run marathons too. Well, as my son starts golf lessons in the spring oh I'm really ho- i'm ho- yeah so i'm hoping he <laughs> he does it's not a beer he's, game he's skipping the beer game part um i'm trying to think of just any other okay uh, any other last like like quarters to me i, I want to stretch it further oh, but let's Lord. but you guys keep it keep it okay. within topic i'm gonna, I'm gonna contain you I'm, I'm gonna give you guys one more chance to keep it in topic then okay. i'm gonna blow this bitch wide open all right oh good lord no no, no. go oh, ahead okay we'll, yeah Baseball is a beer game. Depending on which position you're playing. No, do you know what it is? Any of them. Beer league. Beer league softball. Okay. It's literally in the name. Baseball itself. And here's the the thing of why I will say baseball is not a beer game. Baseball watching is a beer game. I don't know that the active players in the Major League Baseball are having drinks. No, they were on their game. amphetamines. They up were until, up until were. Just like a decade ago. Uh, so no, I'm gonna so, go with no, not a beer game. Um, but if you want, but if you're breaking it open to okay. that, like you're talking like so, rec softball, beer game, yes. But MLB, not not a beer game, yes. Beer league hockey. I'm sure there is Oof. not a cooler of beer sitting in that clubhouse. Oh yeah, but they're not having it before the game. There's a lot of no them. There's because a, the MLB is cracking down. There's on a that. lot of them that aren't allowed to have beer in the clubhouse. Like there was a couple teams what last season during the playoffs that got in trouble for having oh. champagne in the clubhouse afterwards because it's not allowed on non. They always celebrate with champagne. I don't remember the state, but it was pay like the a, fine. Well, get them I, out. That's exactly what happened. But it was kind of a big deal. They're going. You guys like, just busted them for it's winning, like finding teams for the fans rushing the field. Show right. me. So, baseball is a sport where you spend almost eight months a year on the road, twenty four seven. That sport is only held together by sitting around and having beer with your yes, teammates but the game is not like i play cornhole with which also i was gonna say quick side note um depending on how early you're tailgating you play cornhole sober no but i start with a mimosa not a beer uh, it, it's that's why i say like beer and I beer put it as a beer i put it as a beer adjacent game yeah that's what i'm saying so like but my point is like 
the only times I've played cornhole without a beer are places where they bring in cornhole boards and like beer is not allowed. But I will still smoke you in a cornhole game for the most part. But baseball. I'm going to go back to Alex's thing. As my son starts T-ball in the spring, I don't think they're like chugging a beer every time they go past a base. But you may so, have a okay. beer in the stands. So, oh, not so any kid's so, baseball game. Uh, oh, I have I'm been told sh- it's not allowed. Oh, because I'm sure you and the other dads aren't going to be sit behind somebody's truck with a bunch of red Solo cups going, hey, have a little bit of this. Chad, I pride myself on not getting to know other people, so do not put that on me. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. I watched. I watched... People play baseball at a pretty high level. There is beer at, yeah. at every level of every game. I, d- I just all the way up. I just to, don't think it's a. I don't think it's a beer majors. game. I don't think it's a beer game. But I get what you're saying. It's it. Yes, it is. I I will say it's not a beer game. I've been stretching the topic. Yeah, but yeah. That as American sports go, I think baseball is the most ingrained with. Beer from bottom to top than yeah. any other. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There, I agree because if I'm gonna play, don't anymore because I'm old and don't want to. I have to work on Monday. Pick up football. Oh, I'm not drinking beers and playing pick up football. Pick no. up basketball. I'm not drinking beers and playing no. a game of pick up basketball. I can ice skate barely, but if you gave me beers, I don't even think I could ice skate, much less play beer league hockey. But I, I didn't grow up on them. I know people who play beer league hockey, and usually it's like maybe a beer before, but it's mostly like after. The beer, it's the after is like the. But you know. if you were like, hey, we got to pick up a softball game, like, eh, I don't know. There's going to be a case of beer in the dugout. All right, I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a 50 50. Yeah. I don't think it's a beer game, but it's a very, very beer adjacent yeah. game, maybe. Okay. Last call. Any other beer games? Or beer game thoughts before I, I start pouring these out. I feel like there's others that we're just missing. I I know there's others, but I think and I'll pour here. But I think those others are designed to get you drunk. And I think well, what that's why we're like, appreciating more now are games that the games can, that involve drinking, not the drinking games. Drinking skill. and games of skill, not dr- just drinking randomness. skill and hanging out. We're not we're not worried about yes. rapid fire drinking. No. Like I want to hey, I need to burn 2 hours. I want to sit and play some beer pong and BS with the boys. That's why I'm hours. not including like um quarters. Yes. Quarters is a drinking game. Yes. Like it's yes. not a it's not a beer game. Um darts is more a beer adjacent game that you're sitting around having a pitcher with your buddies or doing that sort of thing. Like those types of stuff, I feel like. For actual beer games, man, I just I try to think through the games that we have done or the things that we have tried to um figure out to make it um where they can get the um how do I say this like beer as a part of it like we play darts and it's a beer game uh sometimes it usually usually we're drinking when we play it but it's not necessarily I don't know it, it, we're playing it uh while we're drinking but we're not but it's not a beer game you're not, That's dr- you're not drinking for points yeah yeah I got you so, um, we will move on today into yeah. today's actual uh, beer review. Yeah, I think time permits. Yeah, yeah, I'm I pumped think, about this. I think we're about there. So, uh, can we take a quick pause? Our social guy needs to take a picture of said beer. 
That's not a bad idea. I appreciate yeah. that. Sure. I'm be... super pumped for this uh, review. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. this was the second time I opened my big mouth and promised that I would bring a beer to review. That was a super limited seasonal run that I then had to spend significant Scramble. amount of time to track down. So I found a can of this beer uh, driving around to three or four different stores that said they had it and it was sold out already. So did I get some port here? Or? Yeah, oh, yep, I got okay. some port in there. There we go. Thank you. So this is Boundary Bays, uh, my my favorite um, brewery, my first my first love uh, with their Scotch outside, Ale outside of Scotch Ale. No, no, no. So Boundary Bay, first love as far as as, as breweries, the like craft breweries, and being but like the, but yeah. the Boundary Bay Scotch. Oh, you put above yep, yep, above yep, all yeah. others. So this is their uh, winter seasonal. This is their Cabin Fever. So listed as a winter ale on their website, mm-hmm. but also like a winter warmer mm-hmm. uh, is what it's classified as. So uh, eight and a half, or oof, I had eight and a half on their website. The can here says nine. Yeah. So it fluctuates seasonally. Yeah, it's uh, a, little, a little bit. It's a little boozy. More than a little boozy. <laughs> uh, beer Advocate's got it at an 89. So pretty, Oh, really? Yeah. That's impressive. That's what... Um, Cabin Fever is one of those we've talked before of like how you um, certain beers set the kind of the mood Standard or the tone or whatever, yeah, yeah. for like seasons. Like certain beers, you were like, okay, it's this season because um, a couple of frequent winter beers that I have where it's like, all right, I'm going to look for at least a can of that every year. Um, Cabin Fever is one of them. Absolutely. I actually, uh, we used to kind of like trade, I felt like, bottles of them where we would try to, one of us would end up in Bellingham around wintertime right. and to be like, all right, I'm going to grab a couple of bottles and bring them back. Um, they now, in the last few years, have canned them. You get them in six packs. I, I don't know why I wasn't around and finding it this year. Um, I missed it this year too. Yeah. For some reason, it's usually not one that I skip on. And especially no. since we... Just started re-recording this podcast and have been talking about Boundary Boy Bay more yeah. than we have in the last like four or five years. Yes. I think it would have like hit my radar a little sooner. Yeah, I think part of it. Um, I have extended family that live up in that area, mm-hmm. and this year when we were up there, um, I got a little sick, and so I couldn't. I wasn't. I didn't go do my normal like uh, brewery hopping. Oh. And so, like at least then part of it, I can I can get out and and you know maybe it's I like grab a, a draft of it or something like that. But because we go up there, don't have family up there, but went to school in yeah. Bellingham. So my wife and I'll take the kids up there, usually two three times a year, mm-hmm. uh, just to go hang out in, in the town and uh, the Boundary Bay uh, Brewery and like restaurant. Is usually one of our stops. So we'll it's a, either lunch or dinner there yeah. while we're up there. And then I almost always leave there with something. A handful of either bottles or a six pack yes. or something. Yes. Uh, but we go in the spring and summer. Yeah. Uh, so the <clears throat> cabin fever is not necessarily it available. It is not available. Uh, during that time. So it's yeah. been a number of years since I've actually, actually had it. Yeah, I would have to look and see, but um, it does it does tend to be the one that I try to go to. I think actually, I forgot um, talking about my brother in law and his uh, golf bag yeah. of beers. This is one of the ones you. Put I in put there? a cabin fever in there. Uh, let me 
taste it. And it's been a little bit. I don't know that I'm drinking a cabin fever on the golf course. Oh, God, no. I bought him oh, beers that he's going to drink now. He's, he's... It's Christmas, and yeah. Yeah, he's not golfing till it's nice weather. But, um, no, I would not. And, listen, if you're talking golf beers, a 9% beer is a bad idea. Yeah. But uh, a 9% beer as a winter warmer and it's in perfect. cabin fever is yeah. it's a delight. All right, I'm going to... Mm-hmm. Take my first taste in a little bit. Mm. It's got a good, like, kind of cocoa-y, uh, right? Like, it it's smooth. There's no um, boozy bite to it. No, I forgot how much how good this beer was. Right? It's a little creamy. Um, got some, like, cocoa flavoring to it. Thor, you have it in a glass. In a, we were drinking out of aluminum, but you have it in a clear glass. It's... Not it is not um, stout or portery. It's more of a brown, like winter warmer style. It's, it's an ale. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. So you ale. get that dark, dark brown um, exactly. kind of reddish um, ale coloring, and man, it is it is solid. It's just a good, nice um, winter beer. This is one that I would bring to like Christmas parties to share and distribute because. Uh, especially now that it's in six packs, I'm not drinking a whole six pack on my own. Um, no, not in, no, not in a sitting or a day. No, yeah. but like, um, if you can catch one early in the season, grab a six pack, like to have, like that's fine. Well, the awesome thing about them being in six packs, and they've been in six packs for a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is like so early this, pandemic or just before it? I yeah, think. so this is twelve ounce can. Mm-hmm. If I'm having a twelve ounce can of this, perfect. That's about. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, when I started drinking them, they were in twenty twos. Yes. Or you'd get a growler. Yeah. And a twenty two of this, or God forbid, a if you're growler, not sharing it, if you're not sharing it, it's a little much. It's a little much to keep for yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you bought it because <clears throat> it was only available at that certain time. Correct. But it definitely was like. Me sitting and drinking a whole 22 of this is like, that's my drink for the night. Well, and I think I stumbled on this. Oof, I want to go in the Wayback Machine. It would be late 2005, early 2006 when I first had it. Okay. Uh, And I had it because my dad was in town buying my roommates and I dinner. Mm. So we went to Boundary Bay, mm-hmm. and since he was picking up the tab, you're like, "Oh, I'll buy the expensive beer." Well, so I already, <laughs> I had already found their Scotch ale. Yeah, right. So I already had the affinity for that. But if somebody else is buying an extra round, oh yeah, I'll get something weird, or I may have even had him buy me a 22 uh, to take home. And then that age, you, you probably saw the ABV and were like, "I'll take that been. one." Could have been. I mean, he's paying for it. Uh, but yes, fantastic. I've missed it for several seasons. Thor has been back and forth on whether or not uh, beers have had too much booze, not enough booze, what the balance is on it. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I've let you two wax poetic. Okay. That's the two Bellingham-loving um, right. gentlemen over here. And this is my first time. This is You've your first never time had it? cabin fever? Oh, man, I should have brought you I've, your own can. Oh, I've, had, I've had Scotch Ale. I've okay. had Winter Warmers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for this. So I'm going to say, so up front, I'm getting gingerbread. Mm. I, I baked a whole lot of gingerbread cookies this winter. Okay. 
Uh, I'm getting gingerbread aromas. Okay, mm -hmm. I can see and that. Then... Oh, good lord! I just did the. Yeah, you're getting the intense. Oh, it's it's malty, it's mm -hmm. hoppy. There's spices, but then that's it. It's it's just. Hey, bitch! Nine percent winners here. Deal with it. I love it. Um, like what you guys said. In a twelve, perfect. Done. Mm -hmm. Yep. I start my night with this, and then I can uh, finish with some lighter fare. You you could you could do worse. Of I mean, if you're getting stuck in a snowstorm and you got a six pack of this, yeah, and maybe a, a, something light to balance it, like you're good you're, for a few set. days. You're set. Um, yeah. The other thing I really it, it, like. It, oh, uh, sorry, sorry, um, yeah. not to tread over you guys no, no, like no, I did good. the last few episodes. Um, <laughs> This is what I want in a winter warmer. Mm -hmm. I it's not over the top with spices. It's not relatively like they say on the can. It's a deceptive nine. It is a yes. very deceptive mm -hmm. yeah. nine. After you like the first few sips, you don't really feel it. Then that multiplicative, um, more of the malt, more of that subtle hops comes out that booze hits. So I think by the time you get towards the end of that first 12 ounces, right. You're really going to appreciate the beer. So it's not one of those ones where, um, sometimes there's a beer, like the first sip. Bang, oh yeah. Bang. I love it. Here, here's what we have to offer in this beer. This is one of those ones you have to sit back, relax, uh, allow yourself to enjoy the beer sit in the moment which i think is what a winter warmer should it's do supposed to be mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. cuz you're supposed to be sitting down and relaxing cuz it's freezing cold outside it's pissing rain cuz we're in the northwest it's miserable you should be warm and comfortable inside your house and drunk which is what cabin fever will do right the I've... beer and the psychological uh <clears throat> malady that is called cabin fever i think it's the problem of having um beers like this that when you find other ones that are winter beers, that this is, I judge them against this type of thing. This is the the yeah the benchmark that we'll hold them against you. And, and honestly, the the two winter warmer beers that I um place at the top of my like preferred style of this beer are both from Bellingham. This one and what else? Kitten mittens. Okay, from Colshin. Yeah. I can see that. And those they are just like they're perfect. Those are those are the premier to me stylings of winter warmers where they are boozy. I think Thor placed it right. Like they're not overly spiced. Um, but you get this good malt body. Mm -hmm. It's filling, but not like overdone. And it just is man, they're I will take I will take winter warmers over like uh, winter stouts and imperial stouts in this time of year, like game on. I'm I'm in for it. I'm here for all of it. But these the kitten mittens and cabin fever especially. It's very disappointing that we didn't make it for, sooner than this to get that beer. I would also like to say since these folks have been in Bellingham, 
they understand what winners are for the Northwest. <laughs> Dude, and they hit because, they took a winter this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even over yet. No. Yeah. They I mean, got, they're up there towards the border yeah. with Canada and they get a little more uh, cooler, more snow, but they understand that a Northwest winter is not so much cold, dry air as it's it's 45 degrees out today, but it's been raining for the last three just days. Piss and rain. The sun just came out. There's a rainbow outside, but you can see the rain clouds outside. That is what a Northwest winter is. So mm-hmm. what you need is something with some ABV, something warms, with some malt. Like you drink this, it sticks to your ribs. It warms my body when the sun doesn't. Yeah, because there you go. You're probably gonna be drinking this like, uh. I don't know about you guys, but more, most Northwest people were used to going outside doing yard work in the rain. Yeah. So like it, like on a day like today, if we weren't sitting down and recording the podcast, I'd be up on a ladder in the rain. Taking down Christmas lights. Taking down Christmas lights. <laughs> I noticed that in the way in. Yeah. Mine are still mine, up Mine too. are still up too. Hey, you, hey, you know what? I'm feeling festive, bitch. Those lights are staying on. <laughs> hey, but, man. But, but I yeah. unplugged them, but they're still on the front of my head. If I would have had a cabin fever, maybe you I might feel it. festive enough to get out and go I get w- those done. I was, I was gonna unplug them after the podcast, but you know what? They Let's get let it ride. Out. Let it rip. Oh man. Um. So that yeah, those I'm are kind pissed. of those, these are kind of my feelings. This is it's a se- it's a seasonal for me. Yeah. Because, yeah. obviously, it's a seasonal beer. It's a yep. winter warmer. Yeah. I don't need this in the middle of summer. But no. Goddamn, I'm glad you guys introduced me to this. There you go. Because I love it. I didn't realize. You man, said, I didn't realize you didn't have it. Because you said, oh, hey, I found a place they had a single. Yeah. I found myself a secret place that carries six packs. That's right. You said they might have this. Oh, there you go. I'm not giving it to the world. I'm keeping it for no. myself. Hey, listen. If you get out there and they have a six pack, I will buy a yeah, couple I might, off I you. Might take a oh, out oh, there. oh, like I'm not going to grab four six packs for my boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for me, uh, I'm disappointed. I didn't. It didn't come into my fridge this year. It's a, a failure on my part. Right. Um, but to me, this is a, this is a go to every year. Um, that I'm going to try and and put it into my rotation. I'm going to put it in. I mean, it's in my inside fridge. It's available yep. to me. Uh, I may have one yeah. a day when I'm sitting and having it, but man. This is a saver, not a um, crush. That, that was the one thing about the 22s is that you like you almost like put the rest of the bottle back in the fridge because you just know, like, I got time. I'm sitting here for a while. I'm enjoying it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because it, it's definitely the inverse of our, like, the Gosas or, like, the summer sipping beers. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, oh, but we've all finished our beers. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. It's a winter sipper. Mm-hmm. And, I, yeah, I go inside fridge uh, all day, mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. seasonally. Yeah. And more than anything, and, again, I can't believe that I have known you drinking beer for 20 years or not quite 20 years. And I have not introduced this. Beer I know. Much, so I need to have it in my inside fridge yeah, just so that I can hand it out. My only reservation on handing it out would be, can I find enough to have some yes. for myself and yeah. also hand it out? You got to start earlier. We started too late. We did start too late. And what I got to give this beer. So after my first initial taste of it, it pairs 
exceptionally well with the scotch ale. Okay. So oh. you can have your six or scotch ales, which are okay. easy to find. Because those are year round. But then, but yes. yeah, year round. So you can have those backing up this guy. So you can mm. have one of these or split one of these, but then pop over the scotch ale and get some of the. Oh, you're getting boozy. You get, but but you can get yeah. some of that similar flavor profile. Yep. Without blowing your wad on crushing all of this seasonal. So the scotch ale is almost like a non-seasonal version. Yeah, could be. I mean, yeah. it came first. It, yeah, it, this in is... my in my head, just of only having the scotch ale, like literally Boundary Bay beer, mm-hmm. it's just the scotch. In ale my for world, you. is scotch ale, and now it's a scotch ale and Captain Fever. So you know, the... I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on the pot real quick. Okay, we might run into some issues with Dudes Weekend this year. Yes. Uh... I know of a couple of pretty good uh, Airbnbs up in Bellingham. Maybe we just uh, got to do a Bellingham trip. We go two, three times a year. We are up there all the time. So maybe gotta, uh, off the pot, let's talk about uh, coordinating a little trip. Because up there, you talk about, man, we keep bringing this up. If Tulsa has 10, 15 breweries. I'm telling you. Per, ca- I mean, per Bellingham, capita. Bellingham doesn't have that many. Uh, uh, they'll be two, really close. Two or three have opened. Yeah. Two or three new ones have opened but in the last month. Per capita. They are over indexed on Love great it. craft. I'm here for it. There you go. And uh, we got a how, designated driver the entire time. Hey, hey, boys, how many hour? How long is the drive to Bellingham from here? <laughs> yeah, half, two hours. Two, the two and a half on the hmm. on the most. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hmm. So, um, uh, I gotta go find some beer. Yeah, and maybe plan a trip. Follow up on. We were gonna close out with one list. Thor, I think you got it pulled up there, right? Uh, is it worth burning through real quick? Or we save it for another time? You know what? I think, uh, based on the time we spent today, uh, loving up on Boundary Bay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a really good episode. Um, if you've got a beer that will blow Thor's mind as much as this did, <laughs> yes, let us exactly. know. We will, we will that, track you know it what? down. That's that's what I'm here for. Is hey, like hashtag blow Thor's mind or send us beer. Like let's send th- us beer ideas to review on this podcast. Let's figure it out. Sounds good. Well, like Brian mentioned, our glasses are empty. We're gonna track down some more beers. I need more beer. Yeah, hopefully yours are too. And we will see you next time. You never watched Point Break? Imperial Red Ale. What? I've seen it once. No! Save this for the podcast. When we re- uh, Can you just grab me any like generic IPA or something or other? I got an NA West Coast IPA in my bag too. We are evolved creatures now. <laughs> <laughs>